Jesus said, When the Son of Man comes in his glory, and all the angels with him, then he will sit on the throne of his glory. All the nations will be gathered before him, and he will separate people one from another as a shepherd separates the sheep from the goats. He will put the sheep at his right hand and the goats at the left. Then the king will say to those at his right hand, Come, you that are blessed by my father, inherit the kingdom prepared for you from the foundation of the world. For I was hungry, and you gave me food. I was thirsty, and you gave me something to drink. I was a stranger, and you welcomed me. I was naked, and you gave me clothing. I was sick, and you took care of me. I was in prison, and you visited me. And the righteous will answer him, Lord, when was it that we saw you hungry and gave you food, or thirsty and gave you something to drink? And when was it that we saw you a stranger and welcomed you, or naked and gave you clothing? And when was it that we saw you sick or in prison and visited you? The king will answer him, Truly I tell you, just as you did it to one of the least of these who are members of my family, you did it to me. Then he will say to those at his left hand, you that are accursed, depart from me into the eternal fire prepared for the devil and his angels. For I was hungry and you gave me no food. I was thirsty and you gave me nothing to drink. I was a stranger and you did not welcome me. Naked and you did not give me clothing. Sick and in prison, you did not visit me. Then they also will answer, Lord, when was it that we saw you hungry or thirsty or a stranger or naked or sick or in prison and did not take care of you? Then he will answer them, Truly I tell you, just as you did not do it to one of the least of these, you did not do it to me. These will go away into eternal punishment, but the righteous into eternal life. The Gospel of the Lord. Good morning. So my daughter said to me just before I came in for prayers this morning, she said, Dad, she said, don't become a goat. <laughs> Perfectly appropriate opening to this gospel passage. A stark warning towards the end of Jesus' teachings in Matthew's gospel, this sense in which the nations, the peoples, are to be sorted. Now we could talk about how this is very rabbinical in its approach, casting these stark contrasts between sheep and goats, between the people who are righteous and the unrighteous. But there is also a warning here for us many centuries later about how we interpret and understand the name of this Sunday, which the tradition has given Christ the King. It's a very late addition to the Christian calendar. It was 
pulled together in the 1920s in the Roman Catholic tradition, intended to be a counterpoint against rising nationalism in Europe. You all know the history, the rising nationalism that made national identity and a sense of the power of the state the most important thing in the hierarchy of importance. That ancient pyramid, if you like, where God was at the top and nations became the most important thing and the church of the West wanted to push against that and so it <clears throat> developed this feast, Christ the King. Historians can argue about whether it worked very well. Those of you who know your history also know how much of the Western Church in Europe fell in with fascism before the middle of the century was done. Made a pact, if you like, with nationalism and all of the awful things that came with it. The world has not changed much in 3,000 years, has it? This sense in which we put so many things at the top of our little pyramids, hierarchy, and we forget. We forget that we are called to be a different people altogether. When Ezekiel is writing the words we heard today, he's talking to a people who are struggling with exile, a people who have been trampled by one empire after another, the ancient Israelites. And he is talking about how they have been scattered. Ezekiel doesn't use the image of sheep versus goats. He uses the image of that sheep versus lean sheep. In the ancient world, to be fat was to be powerful. That was the understanding. It was a sign of wealth and importance. And so he uses that image about the great nations, the great military forces that have been trampling on the Israelites for centuries. Talks about the lean sheep, the aged Israelites scattered and seeking a shepherd, someone to guide them home and to regather them as a flock. That ancient hope of a faithful people who have been scattered by the forces of this world. Matthew takes the assumptions that we all bring to the table we as people who live in the world, our assumptions about power and what it looks like and what we're supposed to be doing with it. And often our grasping and our desire to climb up the staircase so that we can be on the top of the pyramid, on the top of the higher. And all the things that we measure to figure out where we are in that climb whether it's our wealth, or our influence, or what we were born into, or our political power, 
or our savvy and our intelligence and our degrees or our position. He takes that pyramid, Jesus' teaching, and he turns it completely upside down. Because he says that in order to meet the king, the king of kings, the Lord of lords, as we say this Sunday, we don't have to go to the halls of power. We don't have to climb the staircase of wealth or position. We don't have to reach out and achieve something worthy of the king's attention. Rather, we need to go to the streets and the highways and the byways and all of the places where we see people on the margins, in the prisons, in the hospitals, at home sick. And it is there, it is there, we see the face of our Savior, our King, our Shepherd. That is to say, this call that comes to us at the very end of the church year is reminding us of the call of our baptism. The call to be servants of all, but most of all, those who are determined to be the least among us, the most vulnerable, the most in need, the most who are looking up to God in hope. In Jesus' telling, we are called to be a new kind of nation, a new kind of people. Not one that is built on power and domination and wealth, but one that is built on mercy and service and love and compassion. A nation that does not understand borders that are manned by armies, or a nation that is backed up by huge amounts of force and assertions about its identity, but rather a people who are part of the earth, part of that work of God that God has wanted for all of creation from the very beginning. People whose only power really is found in love and in self You could say that is a charter for us as we prepare for the new Christian year, which begins next Sunday. A roadmap, a direction, a North Star. So I invite you to join me in my struggle to not be a goat. Rather to learn what it means to be a faithful follower of the Good Shepherd. <clears throat>
and to see the face of our King in those whom our society declares to be the least of us. We don't have to look far, do we? That journey begins not tomorrow or next week, but right now, right here, as we gather in the name of the one who calls us to be a new people, baptized in love, directed to serve. Thank you for listening to this sermon podcast from the Episcopal Church of Our Savior, Mill Valley, California. We are a growing community welcoming those seeking to deepen their relationship with God and to journey in faith with God's people through the breaking of bread and in service to others in Christ's name. You may reach us by phone at 415-388-1907, search for us online, or visit our website at OurSaviorMillValley.org. We wish you God's peace, and we hope to greet you in person very soon.